UAB MedCast is an ongoing medical education podcast. The UAB Division of Continuing Education designates that each episode of this enduring material is worth a maximum of 0.25 AMA PRA Category 1 credit. To collect credit, please visit uabmedicine.org medcast and complete the episode's post-test. Welcome to UAB MedCast, a continuing education podcast for medical professionals, bringing knowledge to your world. Here's Melanie Cole. This is UAB MedCast. I'm Melanie Cole, and today we're discussing the multidisciplinary evaluation and treatment of pituitary tumors. Joining me in this panel are Dr. Brooks Vaughn. He's an endocrinologist and a professor at UAB Medicine, and Dr. Kristen Riley. She's a professor of neurosurgery at UAB Medicine. Doctors, I'm so glad to have you join us today. Dr. Vaughn, I'd like to start with you. Please give us a little background on pituitary tumors the incidence and prevalence, and the different types that you see. So pituitary tumors are quite common. Estimates are that between 15 and 20% of normal people, if they were placed in a good MRI scanner, would be found to have a small pituitary adenoma. These are benign tumors that in most people don't cause any significant problems. Uh, However, a percentage of them get large enough that they may cause trouble with vision changes, and that can be one way that patients come to attention to physicians. And the other way they sometimes come to attention is that these tumors can make hormones that cause clinical syndromes that lead patients to be evaluated by us. Dr. Riley, as we're talking about the clinical presentation, when patients come to you or are referred to you, What's indicated in the workup? How does it involve an endocrine evaluation, imaging, ophthalmology evaluation? What studies do you perform? Tell us about that. Dr. Vaughn and I see patients together in a multidisciplinary clinic, which is quite useful because these patients do require a variety of investigations, and when we can work together, we can do that most efficiently. Uh, Generally, patients come to us, most often they have already had imaging, such as an MRI scan, but sometimes we need to obtain a focused MRI scan to specifically look at the area of the pituitary, as some standard sequences on brain MRIs don't adequately visualize the pituitary. In addition to imaging, the endocrine workup um, is quite important, and that involves a battery of lab investigations as well as clinical evaluation, and that's why it's fantastic to have uh, Dr. Vaughn in the clinic um, together with me so that we have a a full evaluation of the patient, not just by their lab work, but also um, from clinical features that, that sometimes lead us to do some more detailed testing that might not be familiar to a general practitioner. Depending on the size of the tumor, uh, ophthalmology evaluation is often quite critical, and that's generally for tumors that are larger than one centimeter and extend upward towards the optic nerves. Certainly, we we can see larger tumors that actually extend inferiorly away from the optic nerves. So, strictly the size of a tumor by itself doesn't tell us whether ophthalmology evaluation is needed, um, but it's really the size and the the location and the direction of tumor growth that dictate whether an ophthalmology evaluation is needed. And within the specifics of an ophthalmology evaluation, it's quite important to have formal visual field testing that really gives us the best idea of a potential impact of tumor on patients' vision. So the combination of radiology imaging typically with a MRI scan focused at the pituitary 
endocrine evaluation, which is clinical and laboratory investigations, uh, as well as ophthalmology and indicated patients. Those really are the cornerstones of our initial evaluations for patients with pituitary tumors. Well, thank you for that comprehensive answer, Dr. Riley and Dr. Vaughn, as we're talking about some of the latest treatment options for pituitary tumors. I'd also like you to mention, as you were discussing radiologic imaging for diagnostic capabilities while you're speaking about treatment options, how have some of the advances in that radiologic imaging also augmented your therapeutic capabilities for these tumors? So please speak about some treatment options, non-surgical and surgical for us. In terms of radiologic imaging, one thing that's been very useful for us is having more advanced MRI capability. So occasionally a patient will come and we are looking for a tumor and prior MRIs have not been conclusive and we've got very powerful MRIs here at UAB and occasionally can find a tumor that has been difficult to localize before. The other thing that's changing rapidly in terms of pituitary disease is that we have new medications for several of our more difficult to treat pituitary diseases. So specifically, uh, we have medications that can treat prolactin-secreting tumors, and those medications have been around for a while, so that's something we've been able to do for years. But we're getting more advanced treatments for hormone-secreting tumors that cause diseases such as Cushing's disease which is excess production of cortisol, and acromegaly, which is excess production of growth hormone. In the past, we've had little to offer those patients, uh, but now we have several medications that can treat Cushing's disease, uh, and we have very effective medications that can treat acromegaly. Uh, In the past, acromegaly was almost universally treated with surgery, and acromegaly is the state of excess growth hormone production. Um, But these days, because the medications are so effective, often we take a more balanced approach to those patients and are able to offer them surgery potentially, but often they're able to consider medical therapy without surgery with very good outcomes. Uh, For Cushing's disease, we literally had nothing for many years, but now we've got several medications that work, although not quite as effectively as our medications for problems with growth hormone. And I'd like to add to what Dr. Vaughn just said, I think, again, highlighting the importance of being seen at a multidisciplinary clinic uh, that sees a high volume of pituitary patients. It's really critical for me as a surgeon to be able to, as Dr. Vaughn said, offer patients uh, balanced treatment options. And uh, some of the the medical treatment for Cushing's disease, um, some of the advancements in treatment uh, for acromegaly with the medical treatment certainly were not present when I was in training. And it's it really is critical to have his knowledge and expertise there. So when we see a patient, we can counsel them very comprehensively about their options. And, and certainly, obviously, as a surgeon, I like to do operations. And if I can cure somebody with an operation, we most definitely are happy to offer that. But in some cases, patients require a combination approach. And, and really, it's critical to, to be able to have those conversations between the endocrinologist and the neurosurgeon in the clinic with the patient simultaneously to provide the most comprehensive care to those patients. And Dr. Riley, as you've mentioned the multidisciplinary approach and how important that is for these patients, 
Tell us how your outcomes have been and the prognosis of patients for referring physicians. What would you like them to know about the specialists at UAB? So in our clinic, uh, as I said, Dr. Vaughn and I see patients together. We do all the lab work in the clinic, so it's really an efficient system to get patients comprehensively evaluated. And as far as outcomes, as you can imagine, most patients are are quite often terrified when they hear they have a tumor, specifically a tumor within the cranium that, you know, they panic they have a brain tumor. But fortunately, these patients do quite, quite well. Many patients don't do not require any surgery or medication, but those that do, we have a very high success rate in treating those tumors successfully. For patients who have visual decline related to the tumor, um, most often they have vision improvement following surgery or other treatments. Um, From a medical standpoint, we're quite successful in controlling uh, hormone issues related to the tumors. Surgery, when necessary, is done endoscopically. So it's um, done without cuts on the face. It's done through the nose. Um, And typically, it's a two-night stay in the hospital. And patients are out of bed walking around the day after surgery. And generally, they tolerate um, the surgery very well. So our patients do well and are quite pleased with service that we are able to offer them. And Dr. Vaughn, as we wrap up, what would you like other providers to know about the importance of referral when they do get a patient that exhibits some of the clinical manifestations you've discussed here today? What would you like them to know about this team and referral? We know that um, pituitary disease, because it is so complex and requires multiple specialists, including ophthalmologists, radiation oncologists, surgeons, and endocrinologists, that it's best treated in um, a center that has all of that available. There are, in fact, guidelines that suggest these tumors should only be treated in what we call centers of excellence that have all of those services available. Dr. Riley and I really feel that this can't be done um, without this type of approach. I cannot tell you how many times we have changed treatment decisions uh, based on a discussion we've had face-to-face either with the patient or looking at scans or looking at labs together. And many of those decisions I never would have made on my own, and generally that is uh, in the best interest of the patient to have that discussion at one time with all the specialists that are involved in their care. Just to add on that, Dr. Vaughn and I are together one day a week um, on Tuesdays, and for the most part with new referrals, um, we see patients within one to two weeks. Certainly there are occasions where I might see the patient um, without Dr. Vaughn initially if it's quite urgent and it's not around a Tuesday, but we're happy to help facilitate appointments and evaluations and and certainly welcome those referrals. Um, And just to wrap up, um, as Dr. Vaughn said, it's, it's really critical to have have patients evaluated at a center of excellence so they can have the most up-to-date uh, treatment options presented to them. Having said that, um, we we do collaborate with outside endocrinologists and physicians for the coordination of patients' care, and we really enjoy working with our, our colleagues in the community and elsewhere in the state and, and certainly you know welcome those referrals from endocrinologists and neurosurgeons in the state as well. Thank you so much, both of you. What an excellent segment and such an interesting topic. And thank you for explaining that comprehensive multidisciplinary approach and why it's so important for patients with pituitary tumors. A community physician can refer a patient to UAB Medicine by calling the MIST line at 1-800-UAB-MIST. And that concludes this episode of UAB MedCast. For more information on resources available at UAB Medicine, please visit our website at uabmedicine.org physician. 
Please also remember to subscribe, rate, and review this podcast and all the other UAB podcasts. I'm Melanie Cole.